Hello listeners, before you get into the latest PS5 episode, I'm here to let you know that each week you could get this episode and all other episodes ad-free and up to three days early. Not only that, you can also gain access to Patreon-exclusive PlayStation shows that focus on sales numbers, all-time lists, showcase predictions and more. Head over to www.patreon.com forward slash latest PS5 or click the link in the description to join our PlayStation community and show your support. Now enjoy the show. Incredibly exciting. It's really about for the players and for the players. As a developer, that's an amazing feeling to have. Welcome to PlayStation. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the latest PS5 podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Alex Sylvester. It is episode 95, and what an episode we have for you. Uh, we have news about uh, Uncharted, uh, Spider-Man. We've got in-game ads. We've got Call of Duty and The Rock, plus more. Uh, and as always, uh, I'm joined with my co-host, Mr. Sonny Sangero. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, mate. Let's quickly get into what we're playing. Let's get into what we're playing. So, as you know, we've been uh, trailing through uh, Horizon uh, Forbidden West. I'm still going for it. However, we have some news. Yes, <laughs> Over yes. to you, mate. As I said last week, it was going to happen by this week. Your boy, 70 hours, platinum trophy, took my time, enjoyed the game thoroughly from start to finish. What a game. What a game. Better than the first one. Yes. Yeah, no spoilers, story. no spoilers. <laughs> Better story, yes. Yeah, um, nice. It's just, yeah, if you haven't finished it, finish it. It's a great game, but enough about that. Let's talk about E, motherfucking football, baby. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. So what's about. in the world of E football, man? What's happening, man? Come right. on, go on, give us a so little So listeners, down. I tried to professionally read the news story last week that there was an update for 1.00, and I failed miserably because the game was a joke. Then came update 1.00, and the game is no longer a joke. Say what? It's actually better Say than I thought it was going to be. You know? how, is, how is that possible? You mean they've regained some ground? They've regained <laughs> some, some measure oh. of respect. You know, okay. like, right. it's good. So yep. the best way to put it is, it doesn't feel like what initially launched as eFootball. It feels like a totally different football game. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think correctly. It feels good to play, but in a genre that only has FIFA and eFootball, mm-hmm. really, it's the yeah. best football game out there. And that's not saying much. It's a six and a half, seven out of 10 at the moment. Oh, it will get better. You know what I mean? It's never yeah. going to reach the heights of like PS2 and things like that. Yeah. But from what I was playing pre version 1.00 to the new version, very happy with it and oh i've been listen you know when you like i just started the dream team mode which is like the old my club mode aka ultimate team in fifa so i don't Mm -hmm. have that many decent players right in my team and then it'll look for a matchmaker it'll find someone online who's like 10 times better than me has all the superstar players and he's messing around with his formation and the only thing i'm thinking is some motherfuckers are always trying to skate uphill. 
<laughs> and the game That's starts right. and even with my level 60 players i just pick them apart because it's all about the talent of eFootball. <laughs> and i would say to people and i can say to people give it mm. a go because it's free you know what i mean so hit your yep. playstation stores go to eFootball, download it give it a go see what you think um it's actually really good you know and it's just gonna get better and better hopefully hopefully because if there's one company that will fuck up the foundation it's konami right but <laughs> i think uh they, they they've hit the they've hit, they finally got their feet on the ground with eFootball. so fingers crossed that they can just you know maintain question. what they're doing great question is it too little too late no man like you listen if to say anything is too little, too like I've I've seen a lot of reports, Eurogamer mainly, and people message me saying it's too little, too late. And I think to myself, are you going to die next week? Is that why it's too little, too late? You got a whole life ahead of you. Nothing's too little, too late. Mm. You know what I mean? And I'm sorry, it's no longer Konami. It's now Konami Group Corporation, as they want to be called. Nice. Um, <laughs> but I look at it and I think. It's not too little, too late because you're not going to get PES 2023, 2024, 2025. It's just this platform and FIFA mm. and EFL when it comes out, you know, and Lego football. But it's it's never too little, too late to just try something. Now, don't get me wrong. If you've been burned so much, which I understand a lot of former PES players have, and you do not want to return to the franchise with the 1.0 update, that's fine. That's your prerogative. That's totally fine. Mm. Respect it completely. I get that. I didn't want to return to eFootball pre 1.00 and I didn't, you know, but what? don't walk around and say, oh, I don't want to play it. It's shit if you haven't fucking played it. You know what I mean? That's what, that's all I'm mm. saying. So okay. there's some people I know, you know, li listeners will know Asim. He is an opinion you respect greatly. And I listened to, um, he, like me, was massively let down by eFootball. And it's going to take something that is monumental for him to even consider trying a new version of eFootball because we got burned so bad altogether, you know. Mm -hmm. And But then there's some other people who haven't even touched it and they're calling it shit. And I'm like, you haven't even played it because you told me you haven't played it. So why are you talking about it for, you know? So mm -hmm. if you don't want to play it, totally respect that. If you don't want to play, but you're saying it's shit, you're a dickhead. So it's just one of them you know what i mean but um it's mm. i would just say people i can i can say every single week people it's absolutely free download it mm. give it a go see for yourself all right and so it's not down to a lack of talents from the production team what the developers what what woke what, what do you think woke him up was it the uh, the news about e uh sorry fifa and ea the split that that, that, that will happen i mean ea we know ea is going to change the name next season next season next game obviously mid-year there'll be an update it'll change the name rebranding everything like that that's cool but as i said before as long as konami don't mess around with this base and they build upon it it can only get better and better and better now you know if nice. they do start messing around with the foundation then there's going to be a problem destiny was great when it came out it played great but there was no substance to it but then there became substance and it got better, mm -hmm. better, and better. I think the best example to use with eFootball is Final Fantasy XIV or Rainbow Six Siege. Both come out. Final Fantasy XIV more so just was terrible. Shit. But Square didn't give up on it. And then they yeah. built a basic foundation, which people thought, okay, it's okay, but it's not great. 
fast forward a few years, it's the most profitable fan fantasy of all time. Efootball will become the most profitable entry in this franchise of all time because it's a service now, right? Mm-hmm. But yep. as long as they don't mess up the foundation, then the game will be in a good place later. And listeners are thinking, I didn't listen, tune in to listen to football, so we're not going to talk about it anymore. But um, <laughs> if you haven't played it, it's absolutely free on the PlayStation Network. Give it a go. This uh, section was sponsored by Adam Batty. Uh, I'm only joking, guys. I'm only joking. With you. Uh, but yeah, it's I, I just like it. And I think I like yeah, it yeah. and I'm excited by it because I haven't played a football game since season update 2021 because eFootball wow. launched was shit. And yeah, yeah. I know people are saying, yeah, but FIFA, FIFA. And I, I says, yes, but for somebody who plays adult football games, FIFA, with all its bells and whistles, it's still <laughs> at its... Still, still at its core, feels like FIFA. You know what I mean. Mm, so it's just all like, right, yeah, yeah. Fair you know, enough, I, fair it's, it, it's not changed for me. So, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm excited about the future, but nervous at the same time. All right, then, listeners. So, if you agree with Sunny, let us know in the comment section below. You could always get to uh, to us on Twitter at latest PS5 or by email, the latest PS5 at gmail.com. And also, you've meant, like I said earlier, you've got the comment section below. But we're going to get into some fantastic news, ain't we, mate? What we, what we got, man? What's Sony doing there? What they're doing? Yeah, so this is quite an interesting one. So, we've got like a news update, which also gives us a little bit of tidbits into what could have been with the franchise so stick with me now this is a three-part news story for just number mm. one if that makes sense okay nice <clears throat> let's put it this way 1a sony interactive entertainment may be looking to continue the uncharted franchise at some point in the future according to christina marie drake mcbrayerty a recruiter for naughty dog posting on linkedin mcbrayerty revealed that she is scouting for talent at n every level adding that it's special being able to be building future teams not only for new titles but for the legacy of uncharted now naughty dog hasn't confirmed any plans for a new uncharted game but nothing has been ruled out in february 2020 neil Druckmann refused to dismiss the possibility of making a new entry in the action adventure franchise and nola north who voices nathan drake has said he'd be up to return as the character okay more recently in january this year Two members of the amazing Uncharted, the Lost Legacy team, also didn't rule out the prospect of the treasure hunting franchise making a comeback. So before mm-hmm. I move on, Alex, potentially yes, a new Uncharted is brewing under the water after the success of the oh. film. It's, it's, it's a given, right? It's a given. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He made a bit of money. <laughs> and Sony, Sony like money. I mean, for a one twenty million budget, I mean, they came away with about what half a billion almost. So it's like, uh, yeah, that's looking pretty. Yeah, definitely. And obviously the way the game ends, it lets you put Nathan Drake to sleep if you need it to, and you can start somewhere fresh or we can see where you go from there. But yeah, it'll be really interesting to see what happens with the Uncharted franchise. But sticking with Mm -hmm. that franchise, what could have been, Alex? So Mm -hmm. Nolan North, who I mentioned, who is the voice actor behind Nathan Drake uh, in the Uncharted franchise, has spilled more details on the scrapped version of Uncharted for A Thief's End which was under the direction of Amy Hennig prior to her departure from Naughty Dog. So basically Mm -hmm. what happened was there was two teams. uh, Neil Druckmann had one and stuff, and Amy Hennig had the other, and she was doing Uncharted 4. Then she got let go from Naughty Dog. It was all confidential. You don't know why. And they redid the whole script, new cast, everything. Mm -hmm. So chatting during a live playthrough of Uncharted 4, Nolan North went into detail about the original version 
of the action adventure title, which saw Hennig have a lot of different ideas in store for the game. Okay. So this is Nolan North. The biggest thing most people probably remember is we had shot Uncharted 4 with Amy Hennig for about seven months. We were well into the game and she was dismissed from Naughty Dog and they got rid of everything we did. They recast the whole thing. The original cast had Graham McTavish, Cutter, who's McTavish's character last seen in Drake's Deception, had a huge role in Amy's 4. Todd Stashwick played Sam. And Alan Tudyk was Rafi, but they ended up switching it all out. Troy Baker came in to play Sam and they added Nadine for Laura Bailey. Financially, it was nice though, but you know, that's just the business. I was glad they didn't scrap the whole thing and say, it's done, we're done. So it obviously means that Uncharted 4, as we all kind of knew already, it was a much darker tone. The initial teaser trailer for Uncharted, which was just a map with voiceover, showed someone who was very angry at Nathan Drake, who was probably his brother, whereas obviously the final product turned into more of an Indiana Jones National Treasure style, you know, fun adventure, which was still great and had an amazing ending and people loved it. And, you know, it's still high 90s in the Metacritic for it. But it would have been really interesting to see what this game could have been, you know. Um, It would. But they obviously wanted to stage it. And then one C... So sticking with Amy Hennig, Amy Hennig is returning to the Star Wars universe after her last project with the Lucasfilm game Star Wars 1313 and her one with EA was cancelled back in 2013 and LA Day. Skydance mm-hmm. New Media, the studio she co-founded, will be working together with Lucasfilm to release an original title in the Star Wars universe that is narrative-driven action-adventure game. In a blog post on the official Star Wars website, Hennig spoke about how excited she is to be working on a Star Wars project again. Quote, I've often described how seeing Star Wars in 1977 essentially rewired my 12-year-old brain, shaping my creative life and future indelibly. I'm elated to be working with Lucasfilm Games again to tell interactive stories in this galaxy that I love. Alex, another nice. Star Wars game is in development. That's good. I mean, basically, it just seems like they're all going out there now, aren't they? I mean, I'm so glad that they've released the reins, as it were, and given it to developers just to take on their spin of it. We're seeing the TV show on Disney+. Plus. You know, we just had, uh, was it Boba Fett? Uh, and then, obviously, we've got The Mandalorian. And I, I'm liking the, the fact that, you know, coming off Star Wars Fallen Order, <clears throat> everybody's now starting to explore, explore you know, the, the, the franchise and the universe in different ways. So to hear you know, Amy Hennig coming out, and obviously she's got like a good track record, it's going to be interesting to hear exactly what she could bring to the uh, to the franchise. And why not? Why not? You know what I mean? More, more power to you. Um, <clears throat> but I just want to know exactly which era she's going to go for. You know, she's going to go that, for the, yeah. the, Scar, um, the Skywalker saga, or has that just been done now? Obviously they've got the Lego game out now. Mm. <clears throat> Yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, the way she talks about 1977, how it rewired her brain, maybe she's going to look for something old school. But yes, you can make a Star Wars game, but it's got to be approved by Disney, you know, and Lucasfilm. So Lucasfilm will probably say, this is the era we want you to go in, see what you can do. Um, They go from there. But yeah, another Star Wars project. It's a mile away. It'll probably be towards the end of this generation. Football is so much more than just the score. And the same is true of the LiveScore app. You probably know LiveScore for real-time updates and in-play stats. 
what about their pre- and post-match offerings? We're talking breaking team news, player stats, match highlights, lineups, and live league tables, all rolled into one match page. And don't miss exclusive content on all things football, from the latest transfer news to expert analysis and insight, only on Live Score's watch section. Download the free Live Score app from the App Store or Google Play. Live Score. It's more than a score. Selling your car doesn't have to mean haggling with strangers or pretending to be a car connoisseur. Simply sell your car the motorway way. It's the new sell your car from home way. All while car dealers compete to give you the best price way. It's the you could get up to £1,000 more way. The your car gets picked up from home way. By the way, did we say it's the completely free way? This is the new way to sell your car. This is the motorway. Sell your car at motorway.co.uk. Yeah, so from one major franchise being Star Wars over to another big franchise, uh, Marvel Spider-Man. Uh, yeah, Marvel Spider-Man developer Insomniac Games, a heavyweight in the industry now, uh, constantly proving themselves, is busy staffing up for a multiplayer game now. And part of that involves building up a world-class engineering team. Uh, taken to Twitter, Sean McCabe, uh, Insomniac's head of technology, revealed that the company is on the hunt for a senior gameplay manager. So if you're a senior gameplay manager... You might as well sign up, get your LinkedIn up there. Um, Insomniac Games is looking for an amazingly talented senior manage, uh, manager, gameplay programming to join our growing team. As the senior manager, gameplay programming will be your uh, will be responsibility. Well, oh, sorry, you will be responsible uh, for helping us build a world class team for a new multiplayer game. The senior manager is responsible for leading a team of, of leads and managers to deliver outstanding product quality while ensuring the the well-being of the team. This person will have a passion for multiplayer games and a strong background in multiplayer technologies and development practices. If this sounds like you, please read on and go check it out online because this sounds like a great opportunity. It's worth noting that the multiplayer project um, has nothing to do with the previous announced Marvel Spider-Man 2 and Marvel's Wolverine, although according to insider Nick Baker, it is based on a Marvel franchise. So... I think they've got so much room to um, repair or help repair the Marvel franchise, especially after uh, the Avengers uh, game was just such a, well, it was a, not a shit show, but for lack of a better word, it wasn't the best, was it? So um, maybe they're going to be taking on that. Maybe they could, I don't know, probably the Fantastic Four. I mean, what do you think they're going to do? Well, it's one of those, you said that about Avengers, but the amount of people I speak to that really love that game now, because it's a service, you know what I mean? It's mm. one of those that the game constantly has, you know, like the Black Panther expansion and other expansions yeah. and things like that. So the game is ever evolving. But like you said, mm -hmm. it's that that's the sort of game where first impression was everything. And yeah. when you think Marvel, even if the first thing you think about is Avengers, you're like, oh, that's a not great. But then as soon as you remember Spider-Man, you're like, actually, no, never mind. You know, and it's had <laughs> Spider-Man and Miles Morales now. So yeah. You know, and if it is a third project, that's three Marvel projects in a row for <laughs> yeah, Insomniac. They're doing. Yeah, they know crazy. what they're doing, man. But I'm hoping it's not a standalone mm -hmm. game. I'm actually hoping it's like a multiplayer mode for Spider-Man. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, that could work. Spoke about or, it. Just imagine that. Yeah, or even uh, they tackle the X-Men franchise. Uh, sorry, the universe, you know, and actually go down there and just have like a massive multiplayer online with the X-Men franchise. And that could work. Alex, uh, I want you to imagine this. Remember the beginning of Miles, 
when you're you're fighting Rhino and he's just going oh, yeah. all over the place. Now imagine if that was a human player and the other two spiders and Peter Parker and Miles Morales are other players trying to stop you. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, like yeah. the stuff you can pulling do me aside. Yeah, yeah. It's insane. So like <laughs> yeah, it would be interesting. But I think whatever Insomniac's doing, it's nothing we ever have mm. to worry about. They put so much care into their product. They take their time when it's ready, it's ready. And mm-hmm. they don't go into crunch for their games. You know, they just, if it's not ready, it's not ready. So, and yeah. the result of that is quality games. Because I can't remember the last time they did a bad game, you know, since like whatever it's they true. did for EA. So it'll be interesting. Yeah. Uh, Alex, on ooh, we'll hold you to that one. <laughs> yeah, we'll let's hold see. you to that one. So number three in the news this week, following on from Xbox reports, a report from Business Insider details that Sony is looking at ways of bringing in-game ads to free-to-play titles on its platform. The report goes on to explain that these ads would be intended to appear as part of the game like digital billboards in sports stadiums. According to the Business Insider report via VGC, Sony is already testing a software program designed to let developers create their own in-game ads. It's unknown, though, if Sony will follow Microsoft's alleged path of foregoing a cut of ad revenue, but the report does indicate that there's potential for Sony to charge its partners for consumer behavior data. This is Sony. Of course, Mm. they will charge you. Um, The report also says that Sony is also looking at ads that gives viewers rewards for watching the ads and promotions for in-game items like avatar skins, an ad format that is not mentioned on the report of Microsoft. I mean, you get in-game ads already in sports games and stuff, so it looks like Sony are just trying to get it into Fortnite, get it into those other free-to-play games. Like, it's not going to yeah. break your immersion if you're playing a wonderful fantasy game like Final Fantasy 14. You're deep in a mission, like, you know, trying to return the ring to Mordor or whatever. And then you turn around and there's a billboard for Mucky D's. That's not going to break your illusion, is it? You know what I mean? It's not. It's not. I guess, yeah, <laughs> like you said, if it's like a billboard or something subtle in the background, that's just going to be fine. But if they just suddenly cut into an advert, kind of like we're about to do right now. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that really pissed people off but um but yeah um yeah as long as they do it subtle i mean why not i mean there's a whole lot of ad space there i mean you've said it in football now you know they could do it territorial based and obviously the the marketing industry is just you know it's it's just printing money isn't it every single day so yeah why not take advantage uh, of that, love, that that real estate and i love the way that you joked you know we don't want to cut into adverts just out of the blue like that you know no. because that would be like taking the piss like doing something like that right about now whether you're searching for record players or pianos how you pay matters visa helps protect you from payment fraud online visa a network working for everyone <laughs> really Sorry, listeners, I <laughs> all right so we're uh, moving on moving on okay so we have some new news uh from Dwayne the rock johnson uh and he's diving into another film adaptation of a video game franchise after previously announced um the uh, to be uh, sorry after you previously announced to be starring in a call of duty film uh this time around the game in question is um take two uh, it's been produced by Take Two, and Johnson will be an executive producer on the product. Um, there does remain potential, though, for him to act in the film as well. 
Um, the news comes from website Variety, who report that the film will stream on Amazon Prime and be produced by Danny Garcia and Hiram Garcia, along with Johnson. Writers Pat Casey and Josh Miller, the two writers both behind the Sonic Hedgehog franchise, will be heading up this new adaptation, according to the report, which obviously the Sonic Hedgehog franchise has done so well, especially in the theatrical world. It just makes sense that they're on fire right now. So why not why not make a Call of Duty film? Yeah, I mean, we, he's in the Call of Duty film, but obviously this one is It Takes Two, which is a game that mm. me and Asim spoke massively about. It's a great, great game. <laughs> it can be made into uh, a film. It's got great narrative to it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, but the, the thing about It Takes Two, though, is it's it's more serious than comedy. So when you oh, get yeah. the two writers behind Sonic, you're like, huh, okay, interesting. Let's see yeah, how yeah. it works. Well, they can get that buddy cut relationship in there and, and make it work. But it but, shows um, you, man. I mean, it takes two of a five million sold. It won mm. ma- loads of awards. It also obviously um, was free on mm-hmm. Game Pass, but it still sold that many copies as well. Uh, EA Play, sorry, um, and Game Pass. But the fact yeah. that it still hit that sales number, it's held in high regard. It won all the awards. Obviously, someone it like did. Wayne The Rock Johnson is going to spot it and think, maybe let's get this on. And the fact that it's going to be on Amazon Prime means it's got Amazon budget. So it'll be really interesting. We'll see. see yeah, we'll see if they actually just sunk some money into it. But it'll be interesting if they do actually go for a theatrical release. Though. I mean, isn't that where the money's made these days? Or is cinema actually dead? Well, if you really did. Because, I mean, some Netflix films go on the cinema like for a weekend, don't they, before they hit Netflix? Mm. So... Yeah, yeah. It's cool. But we'll move on to number cool, five. Cool. And this one was really interesting. Yeah. Sony Santa Sony Santa Monica <laughs> Studios Corey Barlog has posted a brief video marking the fourth anniversary of the release of God of War 2018 and has promised that news on the highly anticipated God of War Ragnarok will drop soon. The team is currently hard at work on God of War Ragnarok, which is penciled in for release in 2022. However, Barlog said that the team isn't quite ready to show us more of the game just yet. He did say that as soon as they have something ready to show and they're happy and ready to show it, they will show it. That's basically saying, yeah, but Sony have another showcase. God of War Ragnarok mm. is in development for PS4 and PS5 and is scheduled to launch still in 2022. Alex, I like the yeah. fact that, you know, they acknowledge that yeah it's the anniversary of such a great game like god of war mm-hmm. 2018 and it's Corey yeah. barlock who's not the director on the new game but he's still coming out talking about it and i like that, that they didn't just stay quiet he said look we, we, we're made we're all hard at work we're deep in the game we're not ready to show it we're not going to show mm-hmm. it for the sake of it because it's an anniversary date if it's not ready to be shown it's not ready you know i mean it's like there's certain games that you don't need to show it, like Breath of the Wild 2, it's not ready. You're not getting a deep dive that everybody wants because it's not ready. And Nintendo refused to show it. You know, God of War, it's not ready. You don't see it, you know. So it's nice yeah, to see Yeah, but at least that. with Breath of the Wild, we saw clips. That are not running on a Switch. But, like, you know, it's... <laughs> well, it's, maybe. We don't know. Nice, <laughs> it's nice to see that. No, because it's the same thing with God of War. God of War, you've seen a trailer and you've seen a big mm. gameplay presentation at State of Play, but they're not ready to show anything else yet because they don't want to show yeah. you. It's not there yet. So I'm excited. And I think mm-hmm. the next time you will see it, there will be, it will be, at, uh, I mean, where are we now? We're April. So we're looking at May, June. So it's not long to go. There could be, you know, a State of Play pre-showcase because Sony always aimed for June. For a showcase mm. so yeah 
exciting time we shall see exciting yeah <laughs> yeah it is exciting um but i just hope that they release it when it's actually good and ready to be released 100%. and i hope they're not just going to throw like a slew of updates every couple of weeks as we've seen with some major franchises you know so uh come on work on it guys and make sure it's fully baked instead of half uh and sticking on the uh the god of war franchise um god of war animator robert morrison has strongly hinted that he's working on the last of us remake uh for the ps5 teasing sony has some bangers coming out this year really okay nice um and has dropped a few hints about an unannounced project he's involved with uh, whatever the game is, it's not God of War, Ragnarok. So just calm down, people. Uh, with Morrison's LinkedIn profile revealing that he's working for PlayStation Studios Visual Arts. Um, so what's uh, so what right? So what we what is he working on? Well, this just so happens to be the same outfit um, that is rumored to be working on the remake of Naughty Dog's post-apocalyptic classic. Elsewhere, uh, Morrison has said that he's been working on a title for nearly five years, but hasn't been shown to the public yet regarding The Last of Us specifically. Um, Morrison um, has said that his, it's his favorite game and has mentioned that the game is, I'm um, sorry, and the game in numerous Twitter posts. <clears throat> so thoughts, what do you think of him? It's, it's going to be shown this year. We know it's going to be shown. It's being talked about by more reliable people within the industry, you know, mm. and we will see The Last of Us remake. I don't think, again, it will be shown at a showcase event. That's a game that you show at a showcase event. Does it need a remake? No. Am I happy there's a remake? Yes. Who cares? I know. I say, it doesn't deserve it. Is it? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Like, you got to understand business. Last of Us is about to be as big, a, big as it's ever been when it hits the HBO, yeah. when the trailer's hit and that. And then when you show the trailers for the TV show, when you're close before the first episode, you need a game for people to pick up and play out of intrigue. They're going to play the remake, not the PS3 version or the PS3 exactly. master version. So you're going to sell millions more. And I'm excited to play the game again, especially even if it was just running in the Last of Us 2 engine and it looked mm. like Last of Us 2, I'd be happy. But it's running on PS5, so it's going to look absolutely stunning. Um, gorgeous. You know gorgeous. What I mean? So yeah. I can't wait to play yeah. the game. But yeah, I think... We're going to see it at the showcase and it launches at the end of this year because I think the Last of Us trailer will drop September, October time with a premiere launch January, maybe. So, um, oh my gosh, yeah, man. I'm excited about it. Obviously, I kind of came late to the game with Last of Us, but that game, even on the PS3, you know, blew my mind. Obviously, I played the remastered version. I think what a piss take will be is if the game's 70 bucks. It doesn't um, need to be 70 why bucks. Why not? Nah, oh, it doesn't need to be. They could do it that. It can be. It can be. How much was that Final Fantasy? How much Final Fantasy Seven was that? Uh, full price. <laughs> <laughs> full price game. Sony like that money, man. They let their money. So basically, and oh come on, it's going to be a, a PS5 remake. But is it going? Is it actually going to be released on the PS4? Do you think, or is it just exclusively for it's the just, PS5? Just for PS5. Okay, so they could they could throw that price tag up there. You know what I mean with the resistor triggers. You know adaptive. You know, well. Have to feedback, why not? Um, it'll be a brand new game. Hey, listeners, just taking a minute of your time to let you know about this week's exclusive Patreon episodes. Our latest PSX is dedicated to PSVR2 as our hosts discuss all of the confirmed games for the upcoming headset. As for the rumor mill, the team are talking about more potential Sony acquisitions, rumored remakes, and more. Click the link in the description, become a patron, and gain access to these episodes each and every week. 
Now back to the show. Okay, Alex, so we're back. You know, that technically wasn't an advertisement. That was uh, beloved Demi just giving you a little bit of information on what we've got coming this week on the latest rumours and the latest PSX. But let's get to the chart. So, again, the chart has had a nice little flip. You've still got the Nintendo boxed promotions going on and you still have the ever classic Skywalker saga doing well. But something weird happened, Alex. PS5 stock came to stores last week that's a weird thing you don't usually from where exactly (laughs) like you know we haven't had ps5 stock in the uk for ages but that's insane charts run like this so number 10 animal crossing new horizons number nine Mm -hmm. grand theft auto 5 number eight elden ring number seven kirby the forgotten land number six mario kart 8 deluxe number five pokemon legends arceus number four fifa 22 number three horizon forbidden west Number two, Gran Turismo 7. And number one, it remains for the second week in a row, Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga. Oh, yeah. In regards to the PS5 stock coming back in, it it obviously had a knock-on effect to a lot of games in the chart. So let me bust Mm -hmm. out some numbers for you. So the arrival of PS5 software helped boost sales and lift video game sales for the highest for the obviously the last few months gt7 sales jumped 163 percent week on week horizon jumped 307 percent week on week miles morales which finished at number 15 jumped 302 percent ratchet and clank which was number 17 in the chart jumped 709 percent in sales that was probably the game that was in bundles as well ghostwire tokyo which was number 21 in the chart jumped 210 percent and ghost of tsushima which was number 30, jumped 464%. Nice. PS5 reclaimed the top spot as the best-selling hardware last week with the DualSense controller taking up number one, number two, and number three in the accessory <laughs> charts. So that's down to colors, goes. right? Colors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just great that some hardware went back in, but it was funny because somebody was like, I need a PS5. I was like, go to game. They got bundles. He went a few hours later, there's none left. So yeah, yeah the, the, you know, I think there's more that's gone in this week. So hopefully we just keep getting more like content. Trickling through, it's trickling you know? through, yeah. So I guess uh, I don't know if this is actually a good mm-hmm. sign or not, but um, I mean, for the past, what, three months we've had Xbox uh, pretty much Alex, clearing the way. We are in 2022 mm-hmm. and you still not cannot openly get a PS5. That's a joke. Absolute yeah, joke it's insane. now, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it is, it is. It's actually starting to hurt the industry as a whole at the same time because people want to buy switches people want to buy ps5s but they can't get them they can't <laughs> so they resorted them. to buying an xbox and i feel for those and guys i guess but... with fuel as well with fuel going up as well it's just going to be uh hopefully they don't start throwing the uh the, the cost increase on customers mm. you know but um yeah let's fingers crossed let's fingers crossed we can actually sort out the supply chain and the semiconductors do start flowing through uh, all right so and then the good final games bit coming news... out this year Final bit of news for you guys. Uh, it's been out for mm-hmm. a few weeks, but Lego The Skywalker Saga has now passed three and a half million copies sold worldwide since launch, making it the most nice. successful Lego launch in terms of a video game of all time. Nice, with the majority on PS5, I believe, and uh, followed by Xbox, and then um, well, week, the Switch. Well, week one, launch week was PlayStation 5. Week two was Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, still holding its own. Well, that was the charts. We're going to move on to the letters uh, to hear from you lovely listeners. Uh, as always, if you want to get in touch uh, via Twitter, um, at latestps 5 by email, ps 5 at gmail.com. And obviously, we're always diving into the comment sections below. But we have a letter from 
Dean, well, not a letter, but you know how it is. Uh, Dean from Cambridge in the UK. Uh, he asks, or he says, good morning and night, boys. I uh, hope you are well. I hear you both discuss games, and it sounds like you're both well-trained in the art of fun warfare. Yes, we are. Mm-hmm. My question for you, uh, what are some of the hardest bosses slash enemies you've ever had to face in a game? Well, the hardest bosses, great question. Oh, my God, there's been a few. There's I'm going to chuck straight out the there. One straight out of the block, fucking Jin Pachi in Tekken. Jin Pachi. Oh, he had this that's weird move one. where you could be yeah. mid combo, but the moment he just like stomps on the floor, he just breaks whatever <laughs> yeah. you're doing because you're getting this weird animation of dazed, and then he hits you with a mother of shots. So, oh, in shit. terms of like a beat em up, Jin Pachi by far, he's just like, oh my God. Because obviously, I'm not sure about Alex. But obviously, mm. I play Tekken on a harder difficulty setting. So it's hard enough to beat someone like Jinpachi anyway. But yeah, again, I, I don't know if it, there's anything harder than, with... yeah, I don't know if there's anything harder than ultra hard. But anyway, that's the that's, that's um, standard. I do know <laughs> that uh, Alex told me this once. Um, Did I? I remember this boss. I think it was on the latest PSX or in the mailbag. And it was a similar question. And you said mm-hmm. that the hardest enemy in the boss you ever fought was me in Tekken. I get, <laughs> I get that, bro. I know what you're yeah, talking it's true. about. I, you're the I, hardest um, person around to fight with my eyes closed uh, and my hands tied around the back while uh, trying to beat your ass at Tekken. But I still did it. But anyway, um, uh, for me, <laughs> for me, uh, sticking with the uh, the fighting uh, genre, uh, I'm going to go old school. Street Fighter 2 old school. M Mother Loving Bison. That dude was a freaking hard. Yeah, yeah, that dude, freaking hell. The amount of SNES pads I just wanted to just dash at the screen because of mm-hmm. him, between him and bloody Sagat. I don't know. They just they just changed the mechanics, and there's no way of just beating his. I don't know. His electric slide on the floor. I'm like, what the f- no, are you doing? Do you remember Goro <laughs> in Mortal Kombat? When Goro. He you up oh and slam my you. gosh. Yeah. And jump and stomp on you, and you're like, oh come on, man. Madness. Yeah, yeah. Goro is. Yeah, Goro was hard. Obviously, you know? uh, the obvious thing is to talk about Demon Souls and the Flame Lurker and the Man Eater. Those. Well, obviously, that's just gonna be. Yeah, that's gonna be you and it. What you got? Bitches. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but I want to go somewhere different. That lot of not away from beat 'em ups, away from mm-hmm. like from soft games and Souls like games. I'm gonna talk yeah. about racing game. Okay. Now, if you're an OG. And you're down since day one. You remember a certain game called Ridge Racer for Ridge, Ridge, Ridge Racer Ridge from Namco, hmm. and they thought they'd partner with Tekken a little bit. So you had the Angel and Devil car. Yeah, yeah. And you would only unlock to race this white or this black car if you got to the end of the game, which you did. You could not make a mistake. You could not clip an edge. You could not do anything because this car would just overtake you at speed. Yeah. I did it once. One time I beat the devil car in Ridge Race. Yeah. Once. Never again. It was too, <laughs> too quick, but it was just unbelievable. Like, what? You make one little mistake, it just flew past you, restart. As soon as you clipped Re- something or he got past as you, just restart because you're not going to catch him, you know? Um, so, yeah, a weird enemy boss type for you there. But, Alex, let's throw it this way. Name me your hardest Metal Gear boss. Yeah, you know, I was just about to throw that into the ring, you know, and hmm, a few come to mind, but I'll probably have to say like the OG, if you're talking about OGs, Liquid Motherfucking Snake. <laughs> oh, on the top? 
on the head when you're fighting him on Rex. It was a freaking, the amount of times I died on that, man. Bloody hell. <laughs> it's just completely <laughs> unbalanced. You know, everybody who's played that game knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, um, yeah, definitely uh, Liquid Snake. But then again, if you're looking at um, Snake Eater. Oh, gosh. He's thinking. He's thinking. I got, well, while you're thinking about that, let me shout yeah, yeah. out Vamp from Sons of Liberty. Uh, Metal Gear Solid 2 that is uh, it, when you fight Vamp and he just keeps moving around and you don't realise it's until you start spotting the water patterns yeah. that you realise oh that's how I can get him you know um, it was I couldn't just... remember the guy's name I couldn't remember the guy's name it's come back to me though um, the sniper from uh, Metal Gear Solid 3 the end that one was a freaking nightmare to try yeah. and find where he was you know, because you had to use the audio, right? You had to just yeah. literally be as quiet as you could, uh, just to find him. And um, yeah, yeah, that guy was that guy was solid, dude. I I I beat him because it took me ages to find him, and then he just died of old age. <laughs> so I beat him without doing anything. So I'm like, I'm Beating with time. Uh, but I want to stick with Snakey. Uh, do you remember uh, yeah. Col Colonel Volgan? Oh, oh yes, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. He was solid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. I was with him. Yeah, I, I died many times on that, and uh, <laughs> playing that on the 3DS as well didn't really help. But anyway, great question, Dean. Really good question. We might even have to do a latest PSX about that and see if we can get like the top ten um, hardest motherfuckers that you can actually ever be in a game. But anyway, oh, another shout out. Um, uh, Last of Us, the first one. Uh, when you're in that diner. And you're versing. I can't remember that dude's name. But you you play you playing as Ellie. Yeah. Uh, and you're in the yeah. Anyway, I can't remember that guy's name. But that that boss right there. And I guess Ellie was kind of like that in the sequel as well. Mm. You know, when you're actually playing as um, my mind's gone blank. But anyway, um, basically, I, somebody in the comment section, please just remind me who that person was uh, from the first uh, last of first. But anyway. Dean, thanks for that question. We have another question from uh, Rajan from Delhi, India. What's up? Um, he asks, what PlayStation game would you want made by Lego? Physical bricks and as a game. Good show and thank you. You're very welcome. So what game, what PlayStation game would you want made by Lego? Physical bricks and as a game. Now Lego's actually doing Is some it? really good tie-ins. Uh, before we go, so, so, sorry, Rajan. It's David. Who you fight in the cafe, right? With David. A... Okay, yes. Yeah. He's yeah, bucking me then. Something. And I couldn't get David. I was thinking, who is yeah. it? Is it David? Like, I don't know why I was thinking Luke. Luke, <laughs> Luke. coming to my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's David. it. Yeah. Cause that dude is a proper creepy dude, man. But um, I just, I just love the mechanics of that whole what, that whole kind environment. Of, the right? he was pedophile. That's what he was. Yeah, yeah, you can <laughs> yeah, you can throw that into it as well. But um he was a bad job. But uh, sorry, what's the question? Uh, yeah, what place education would like to be made by Lego as a game and as physical bricks? Ooh. Super Mario. Oh, they've already done that. Oh, um, it's Rajan from Delhi, India. I got cousins in Delhi, India. Uh, yeah, so, what PlayStation game would you want made by Lego? Physical bricks and as a game. Also, physical bricks first, bro. You got you got Horizon with the tour. Really I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. So can do that, tour, right? Um. Yeah, yeah, oh my gosh. Imagine yeah, the Thunder Jaw looks imagine absolutely amazing. That. Yeah, yeah. Uh, imagine building that would be freaking crazy. Like a proper, not life size, but you know what I mean? Larger than life. Um, another one, an easy one they could throw out there would be, I don't know, Crash Bandicoot. You know, I think that would be a good little tie in, you know, get kids involved in it. Um, if they wanted to kind of switch it up a little bit, though, Resident Evil. <laughs> no, it has to be a PlayStation franchise, bro. 
Whoa, it's, it's on PlayStation. Come on. It's on a PlayStation game. But uh, but yeah, if we're gonna go for a PlayStation franchise, um, who else have they acquired? <laughs> I think Ratchet and Clank. That'd be decent. I think I would want uh a god of war one but i would love to do the like the leviathan you know like the big axe like a really really good or just a big massive kratos piece with the axe um or the chains of olympus or something like that you know something to do Mm -hmm. the weapon either the but i think the chains of olympus are more symbolic um so i would say that uh and a lego Mm. game oh shoot Game. Can you imagine The Last of Us 2 is Lego? <laughs> yeah. That would be hilarious. That would be that would be crazy. It'd never happen, but it would be um, sick to have. I think the funniest one you could do is Uncharted. That would be hilarious. There's a lot of characters yeah. across all those games, so you'd be able to do it. I think mm. what would be really funny, though, is... A Lego God of War game based on the Greek games. So you've got like Lego Kratos, but you've also got Lego Zeus and Lego Hercules and mm-hmm. Lego Athena, and you know all these like yeah, that could work. Greek mythological 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 characters. Was, yeah. I can't get yeah. the word out, but they're all in Lego form, so it'd be hilarious. Yeah. You know what I mean? It'd just be hilarious to. That watch would be good. Yeah, yeah, like big heads. I mean, they've kind of got it with those pop toys, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, so, um, yeah, so mythological characters. That's what I'm trying to say. Mythological. You got there. Um, but yeah, I think um, yeah, I think Kratos would be a, a sealer. Um who else? Who else? I guess you might as well just go for Astro, in it. You know what I mean? Go get the uh oh, that'd be a the, good new, Lego, the, new mas- the new mascot. That'd be a good Lego, you know? a, a good Lego to build would be Astro. Yeah. You know what I mean? That would be cool. Actually, oh. good. Actually, no, that's it'd be interesting actually because the, um, PlayStation hasn't actually done any tie ins yet with Lego, have they? Not in terms of the franchise, in terms of game form, in terms of Lego pieces, you've got the tall neck coming. Um, yeah, okay, but yeah, but besides been... that, <laughs> yeah, no, besides that one. Mm, it'd be interesting. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Well, great question, Roger. We'll see, we'll see if any of our suggestions actually become. Um, any franchises and if Lego's actually listening you know you have to give us a cut so uh, yeah uh, ladies and gentlemen as always uh, let us know if you've got any more crazy questions uh, or just insane questions we like them all uh, at latestps5 via twitter and the latestps5 at gmail.com and we're also in the comment section so uh, let us know and obviously if you, are, and if you are a Patreon you get uh, first priority so just send your questions to us on Patreon and they'll get them on the show as soon as possible but I love this section that we're coming to Alex which is our keep an eye on section so this is a section oh, yeah. where we talk about a game for you to keep an eye on and um, yeah people really enjoy it you know and they get back and they say yeah I've re- I played that game or I've had a look at that game so we're going to talk about a game the link for the trailer is in the description so just click on that to watch the trailer this week. So last week was Trek to Yumi. This week is The Invincible. That's what it's called. The Invincible. Invincible. It releases okay. this year in 2022. It's published yeah. and developed by Star Wars Industries. Now, if you've played Firewatch, you know exactly what I'm talking about with this game. So you play as a scientist named Yasna mm-hmm. on Regis 3 in the Lyra constellation. So it's a sci-fi game set in space. It's yeah. a first-person adventure thriller 
set in an atom punk world and is based on Stancy's Law's Lem's iconic science fiction novel by the same title. So the idea is it's narrative driven, it's first person, you're going through the story of what happened, how are you going to prevent what's going to happen, things like that. Mm-hmm. But it looks so cool, dude. Highly recommend yeah. it. Watch the trailer, listeners. It's in the link of this episode. It will take you straight to the trailer. It just looks so cool. It's coming to PS4 and PS5 in 2022. The Macallan, in collaboration with Mogwai, the coming together of two celebrated Scottish names to honour the oldest ever single malt whisky from the Macallan. The Reach is an 81-year-old single malt which reflects the Macallan's history, ingenuity and unmistakable strength of character. The brand has collaborated with Mogwai to compose an original song to pay homage to The Reach. Discover more at themacallan.com. Must be 18 or over. Please savour the Macallan responsibly. Visit bedrinkaware.co.uk for the facts. Yes, bro. Okay. Jeopardy. I'm coming Jeopardy. for Okay, let's let's see. So every week we just try and stump each other with um the craziest questions that we can find from our listeners. And uh apparently there's one that's just gonna actually gonna stump me today. So what oh, have you got I, for me, Sonny? What I have think you got? If I, can, if I can get you like last week, then it's good because you threw a Hail Mary last week and it stuck in the end, but it was oh, yeah. we almost we almost had it. So Almost, almost, but never had it. Almost ain't there. (laughs) I'm going to ask Alex a question. It's a potential game character or franchise. You just got to try and guess what it is as well. Alex, are you ready? I'm always ready. It's always on. Never on. Let's do it. (laughs) Right. Ready? Yep, yep. Born in 98, Mm -hmm. this creature has constantly rebooted itself and even breathed fire into a new franchise. I repeat, born in 98, this creature has constantly rebooted itself and even breathed fire into a new franchise. Who motherfucking mm. is there? Well, born in 98, obviously we're talking old school, first generation, and the breathed fire, I mean, from back then, there was hardly any characters who were breathing fire especially in the playstation world and the only one that comes to mind has to be the one and only spyro the motherfucking dragon mm. am i right it sounded hard as i typed it as i read it out i was like this sounds really easy yes and i realized that he's gonna get this and the listeners are probably shouting spyro but yes <laughs> launched in 1998 he's a creature he's a dragon he rebooted himself because the games got rebooted and he breathed fire into a new franchise which became Skylanders. So mm-hmm. yes, it was Spiral the nice. Dragon. Well done. Oh hey. yeah. What? Come I on, believe... knock it out. Come on, man. Come on now. I can't believe I typed it. I'm like, yeah, he's not gonna get this. He's not gonna get this. And then as oh, I read it, I was like, that was an easy one. As like, I read it, that's, like, that's a walk in the park. As I read it, it's like he's gonna get it. He's gonna get it. The only thing probably like throw it off with the constantly rebooted itself and be like, well, yeah, but the breathing fire in '98. There's only one dragon doing that. Spiral. Well, thank you, uh, listeners, for trying to stop me, but I'm it didn't work this time around however we do have a question which is going to throw off my co-host here in ways that he's never known okay okay but listen you say this every week and then i get it oh but no but this 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 one this one this one's gonna be this is different this one has options. So the question, you can't time answer. limit me on that then. You can't time limit Oh, we have to. No, oh, the, t- the time, I don't time, the time limit is you. always on. The time is time always on. Because then I'm just going to guess. you got to let me think. <laughs> All right then. So um, 
this this is this is going to throw your mind back to um a simpler time uh when there were handhelds in the uh, sony uh oh my god industry and family line of consoles or handhelds but anyway the question is for you how many symbols were on the back of the ps vita how what many symbols fuck? were on the back of the ps vita okay touch... so now you have four options <laughs> you the have touch... four that's a options. touch panel I must also okay, remember, well, where's my Vita? Well, this, this is it. No, 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 well, this is it. Well, don't worry about it. We're going to help you out. We're going to help you out. You got four options, yeah? Is it A, 1080? Random. Is it B, six, 1,638? Is it C, 1,994 symbols? Or is it D, 1,995 symbols? <laughs> what? Why? Why is there a difference of one between C and D? You got to figure it out. It's one of those. It's going to oh, be close. Okay. Hold on. Okay. So what was the, what was the options again? All right. A, 1080, 1080. 1080. Or B, okay, so that's resolution. 1,638. Yeah, 1080p. That's random number. Or C, 1,994. Very significant. 1994. Yeah, or D, 1,995. Also a very significant year. So, so is it 1080 is a 1080p resolution? Is it 1,638, which is random? Is it 94, which is a launch of 95, the American launch? Oh, my God. You've got 10 seconds starting from now. I'm Nine, not gonna lie, I don't have a fucking eight, clue. Seven, six, eight, because B, it all C. has res What's all, your favorite letter? Because it all has Three. meaning. I don't think it's 1080. I don't and I'm Two. I'm gonna say the one that don't, so I'm gonna say B what 16 uh, B something, whatever you said, because it's not gonna be I don't know why you said 1080p, you said 94, you said 95, and then you just said a random number. So it's going to be the, I'm just going to go with the random. I don't know. The random number, but wouldn't it be more significant if they actually did? Yeah, I know. I'm not going to change it. I'm sticking Come on, look at the with my random. Are you sure you want to go with that with your random? Oh, All right, then. Hell. And uh, yes. ladies and gentlemen, the answer is, in fact, D, 1,900, only just plain, just plain people. It's actually B, 1,648. So yes, dude. You've done it again. How the how the what what type of witchcraft are you using, dude? That mate is what you call a Hail Mary random ass guess, because that's exactly what it was. I didn't have a clue. I sat there like a dickhead trying to picture the back to the back of the PSV. Count like, all these. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna do a rain man on this. Because they're tiny. So I was just like, yeah. okay, you gave me numbers 1080. Why would you do 1080? That makes no sense. And it, I'm sure the V was better than 1080 anyway. Yep. The B was a random number, but then a 94 and mm -hmm. 95 threw me off. And I thought, oh, is he doing it to piss me off and throw me off? I just thought I'll just go for the random, you know. So we went for the random. So yeah, there's still a lot, there's still a lot of symbols they've managed to etch onto that, man. 1638 symbols. Is it a cross or is it an X? What is it? Triangle circle X square. Okay, it's an X. So we have an X fan over here. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thanks for sending those questions through. As always. You can let you can't get any me? of your questions. Yeah, yeah, we have to get them next week. Come on, people. Come on. Don't let us down now. So next week, uh, I want the hardest questions that you I... could ever find from the Ow. corners of the PlayStation universe um, or else. Um, and yes, you can get to us at the comment section below or on Twitter at latestps 5 or by email, uh, thelatestps 5 at gmail.com. Can I just say, as Agent Smith said, I am inevitable. <laughs>
you know, you could say that for your final comment, match. We were wrapping up right now. That is my final comment. <laughs> Aye. In the words of, you know, you know when Morpheus is looking for someone, he saw Sonny yes. answering PlayStation questions. That's what he saw. Did he? That's what, yeah, well, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening. As always, uh, if you want to get back to us, comment section below. Uh, and let us know what you think about any of the articles that we've been going over today, uh, whether it's Uncharted, potentially coming back. Maybe they oh, could do like a, a parallel universe. <laughs> it was a shit universe work. Or Spider-Man. Or are they actually get all it's Insomniac? What are they going to be working on? Do you actually know? Do you think it's going to be the X-Men franchise? Which I'm thinking that's what I'm going to be putting my money on what do you think uh whether give us your thoughts about the in-game ads what do you think is it a good idea is it a bad idea sony likes making money can it make sense and the rock the call of duty franchise and also take two oh sorry oh, sorry it takes two uh so yeah just let us know your thoughts uh, in the comment section below and uh from myself and and my co-host it's been lovely here but having you here with us uh so final words man you want to give us it again i'm inevitable <laughs> right good night ladies and gentlemen catch you next week <laughs> eFootball hey listeners just taking a minute of your time to let you know about this week's exclusive Patreon episodes our latest PSX is dedicated to PSVR2 as our hosts discuss all of the confirmed games for the upcoming headset as for the rumour mill the team are talking about more potential Sony acquisitions rumoured remakes and more click the link in the description become a patron and gain access to these episodes each and every week <laughs>